Ho Ho Ho, podcast number nine, Tom Torero. If I can say Ho Ho Ho, happy Christmas this late. But I can say Happy New Year, 2015, brand spanking new. May it be happy, healthy, horny, full of hotties and full of hobbies. So you get the balance. I'm emerging gradually, slowly from my hibernation, which has been Christmas with the family. Before that, it was weirdly in Dubai, which is another story. And it was in Russia and Prague before that. So it's been time out from from pretty much everything, digging. But it was nice today to go out with a big group of familiar faces in London to do a bit of good old London day game with the sun shining and there's some boot camps coming up and I'm doing some travel and working on some projects so all is good and I thought I'd kick off this year with a podcast all about different cities around the world to do day game in because that is a very common question which cities are the best for day game or the usual form of that question is which cities in the world are the easiest for day game, i.e. where is the Shangri-La, where is Pussy Paradise, so we'll come on to that topic, but it's going to be quite factual in that I'm going to go through cities that I've been to all over the world to day game in, and I'm going to give you some observations, some stats on those cities, some truths about those cities, um, and hopefully give you some ideas about where to take a little jolly or where to visit this year if you can because it's nice doing day game obviously in your city learning all the ins and outs and getting familiar with it and learning the the craft of day game there but for many reasons which we'll come on to it's great to take a little jolly press refresh get inspired go after your kind of dream type if you've got a certain type of girl and combine it with a little holiday with your mates, not doing it on your own like a lone wolf because that can be tough. So I'm going to go through my list of countries and cities that I've been to. 2014 was a bit mental because even though my real year of travel was 2013, in 2014 when I said to my friends and my family I wasn't going to do much travel, I ended up going to over 30 cities, I think, for day game on four continents and spending the majority of the year out of the UK so I didn't keep my promise of not traveling at all but it was great it was a lot of day game with students and with wings and uh, lots of funny stories for another time but this is why I feel confident in going through these places because I've seen them as a tourist and now I've seen them as a day gamer who's been with other day gamers But remember, the disclaimer, obviously, on this podcast is these are my views of these cities. So perhaps if you live in these cities, you have a very different view, obviously, because you know them. Or you might go to some of these places and think, nah, the girls were not my type of dream girl. Or uh, you might have had a completely different experience. So remember, these are my views of the cities. But anyway, if I had to say hand on heart, which... city in the world I thought was the best day game city I would still say London which surprises a lot of people good old London with its 8.3 million permanent residents and its millions of tourists and 
there's many reasons why London is the place to learn the craft of day game, and this explains why day game as we know it was really developed largely in London and in New York as well, but largely London. And that's because it's so big, it's so transient, it's so anonymous, it's so mixed multiculturally, and with all these visitors coming in, tourists, au pairs, nannies, students. Tourists, remember, not sometimes just coming here for two or three days, but you get girls coming here to study English for a couple of months, or their au pairs for six months. And because we're so close to Europe, or you could say we're in Europe, we have these Swedes and Poles and random Latvian girls and random Czech girls, and you just don't get that in North America. So London's got this beautiful turnover, this beautiful anonymity, which is so important for um, passionate liaisons. It's uh, it's year-round suitable weather. I mean, we get the rain and stuff, but we don't get extremes of weather. It's pretty safe compared to other global cities. It's open-minded in that it's not too conservative for religious reasons. And a really, really big one that guys forget is that London is pedestrian. I, you can walk around the centre of London, you can cross the centre of London in half an hour, really, and all the day game areas are joined up like we were doing today. You can just weave your way around and uh, all the good stuff is there. Whereas in other major cities, there's pockets of places, but you have to take transport in between these. So you don't get this lovely hub and so the counter-argument, guys say to London being the best day-game city, is that, well, London just doesn't have hot girls. That's You often hear that when you compare it to other cities like Moscow or perhaps Scandinavia. Well, the hot girls are here. You just have to look for them. You have to be patient. London's quite opportunistic. You can get lucky sometimes when, you know, you just turn that corner and there's a Brazilian girl. Um, so you have to put in the hours in London. And it's not easy because it's got that big city feel where people are a little bit um, wary if they've lived in London for a while. The barriers are up a little bit, but that's good in that if you learn day game in London and you can do it in London, then you can pretty much do it in any other city. The same goes for New York. And in my mind, New York and London are kind of tied for the greatest day game city. I think London pips it to the post. And I've only day-gamed probably for a total of about two months in New York in my whole life. So if you're in New York, feel free to put in more info, correct me, come up with a city guide for New York day-game. But New York is an awesome, awesome pedestrian hub. It's pretty much the same population as London permanently, 8.4 million. We're talking about New York City here. And you've got these pockets of fantastic day game, as I'm sure you know if if you've tried it there. You've got, uh, starting at Union Square, guys weave their way down to Washington Square and to Soho, where you get a lot of models, to East Village, which is a bit more hipsterish, and then over to Williamsburg, which is ultra-hipsterish. And the hotties are there, no doubt about it. New York has got a lot of models. It attracts uh, a lot of the kind of media type of girls, the, the girls that are there for business and finance and success. You've obviously got the tourists. 
it's not quite as mixed, I would say, as London, and it's not quite as pedestrian because you've got a lot of areas, uh, kind of like dead areas, where you're walking between these pockets and you're, you're not necessarily seeing the volume. But there's no doubt about it. New York City is a cool motherfucker of a city, and it's always a pleasure to go there, not just for day games. So if you're in North America and you really want to learn day game, I'd hit New York because they're really... I mean, I feel... Not sorry for guys living in North America, but I think they're less lucky than guys living in Europe to learn this craft because of the um, the distance in America for finding these great cities. So on the West Coast, most guys are hitting L.A., which again is a mass sprawling city which needs a car, except for the day game mecca of Santa Monica, which is um, small but there's hot girls who are into yoga and green tea and uh, fake boobies. They're all in Santa Monica, and the Mecca is obviously Third Street Promenade, I think it's called, which is a, ni- a nice pedestrian shopping area in Santa Monica. And you can weave your way down to Venice Beach, which becomes a bit more hippie. But there's lots of tourists, lots of local hot girls, and it's just got that fantastic Californian vibe. So I really recommend, if you want some winter sun, to go down to Santa Monica. Other guys hit shopping malls like the Grove. There's guys on Hollywood Boulevard doing their thing on tourists there. And more rock and roll girls. And when the sun goes down, there's obviously completely different areas to game in. But New York does beat LA, in my opinion, for, for game. Same with Miami. L.A. beats Miami, because in your mind you think, well, Miami um, models, beaches. But from the day game I've done there at the beginning of 2014 and speaking to local guys in Miami, it seems that Miami is a night game city in, that, in, these, in these glamorous, glitzy bars and clubs. For sure, there are hot girls, again, with their lovely fake boobs and fake asses as well, weirdly, in Miami. But for day game, it was even on the main pedestrian outdoor mall streak, which is called Lincoln Road, it was pretty patchy and pretty um, unreliable, inconsistent. So we ended up going to indoor malls. But if you live in Miami, please feel free to correct me. I'm sure there are other hubs and it's got enough people and it's got enough pull for pretty girls to be there. So Miami's there and... What else did we do last year? Austin, Texas. Uh, Guys go to Chicago. Most guys don't rate San Fran, actually, as a day game city. Uh, I've been up to, in Canada, I've done Vancouver and Toronto and Montreal. But compared to New York City or even Santa Monica, nothing really came close. And to make this fair, I need to spend more time in America to to get the vibe of these these other massive cities that are there. But most of this podcast is going to be about Europe because that's where uh, I've travelled and that's where I do boot camps and resis and whatever. So if you're in London, let's say, or you want to fly into Europe and you want a bit of the old Shangri-La, you want some pussy paradise, where would you go? Well, let's just touch on that concept of the Atlantis of day game, the pussy paradise of day game, because it is sadly an urban myth 
that there's somewhere where the rules of the sexual marketplace don't apply, where it's completely easy. If there was, it would be fantastic, but it would end up being a bit like Thailand or the Dominican Republic with a sex tourist vibe. So make sure you've got the day game skill down, I'd say in your local city or a city in your vicinity before you make these massive mecca trips to other cities because there's a video on this channel where I talk about why day gaming abroad is harder. Watch that if you're not sure why going somewhere alone would be harder for your day game. It's inspiring to travel, it's cool to go to all these places. But try and lock day game down in your city with a wing, with some friends where, where you're in control and you know the logistics, blah, 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 before going to these places. So nowhere is it totally easy. Day game's always going to test you. But if I was to send somebody off in Europe, where would I send them? The first city I would send them outside of London is Prague in the Czech Republic. And students have confirmed this and other day gamers have confirmed this. Prague is bang in the middle of Europe and it's a it's a melting pot so it's not just Slavs it's not just Czechs and Slovaks but you get a really nice dose of Ukrainians and Russians and uh, oddities like Kazakhs and Uzbeks I mean odd in the sense that you don't often find these girls today game in London and in Prague because it's a tourist city you get all your Euro tourists and girls on their um, Euro trip from America. So with a city of like 1.3, I think it is, 1.3 million people, yeah, local people, plus all these tourists all the year round, bit chilly in the winter. And despite, um, and even if you weren't going for day game, it's a very beautiful city. It's a remarkable city. Um, and I love it. I'm slightly biased because some of my family is Czech or Czechoslovak, I should say. There's a big day game community in Prague, so you're always going to see day gamers on that main shopping street, which is at the bottom of Wenceslas Square. It starts where the big New Yorker shop is, and it's perpendicular to Wenceslas Square, and it finishes at the shopping mall, which I think is called Palladium. Palladium. There's other little secret places in Prague, but Prague is reliable and the blowouts are not as harsh, you could say, as London or New York, because it's got that slightly smaller city feel and the girls are more open-minded to it. That's not to say going the full way with girls is easier, but just that beginning bit is slightly softer for students. So go to Prague on a little jolly, budget airlines. You can do hostelworld.com or Airbnb or cheap hotels, whatever. Go to Prague. The second city I would say after Prague is Warsaw in Poland. And that's bigger than Prague, actually. That's 1.7 million people. Again, like Czech girls, Poles friendly, softer. You could say traditional with their Catholic values. But it's an underrated day game city, Warsaw. And um, I've only been there once. But the boot camp I did there... No, it was a residential. We had really positive responses and the students did really well so um it's somewhere i'm going back to this year a city that i know better than warsaw is stockholm in sweden svenska and that would be number three on my euro list if i was telling people where to go now the bummer of scandinavia is that these cities are less than a million 
inhabitants. And that is a problem for many reasons, which I'll come on to another time for solid, reliable, consistent day game. I think a city has to be a million plus for this. Stockholm's got about 800,000. Oslo in Norway, that's, I think, 600,000. So there's different problems you'll encounter with that. But no doubt about it, the girls are friendly in Stockholm. They are open in lots of senses. Sadly, not all the cliches are true. <coughs> but uh, make sure you do a bit of gutter game, night game there. Um, it's lovely in the summer. And in the summer, you find a lot of Swedish girls in Oslo as waitresses. So you can do that as well. And it's just very relaxed. Amazing standard of, li of living. Bit pricey, yeah. Pricier than Prague and Warsaw. But you'll have a lovely time in Stockholm. So those are the three cities I would focus on to begin with. If you've never done a little Euro jaunt. After that, you've got more middle Europe cities like... Munich in Germany did a couple of good boot camps there that's 1.4 million friendly vibe surprisingly hot girls actually beautiful Bavarian girls um, it's it's more open-minded than perhaps you think of Germany and another little gem is Vienna which is not so little because it's 1.7 million um, you can forget your Austrian cliches because it's a lovely city. It's a relaxed city. And again, we ran boot camps there last year with a, an abundance of hot girls. It was a super hot weekend. That was the hottest boot camp I've ever done in Vienna. We sweated it out. Uh, shout out to Troy. If he's there, Troy kind of hosted us for that boot camp and showed us around. But Vienna's great and it's great for night, night stuff as well. Many um, instructors say that. So don't overlook Munich and Vienna. Many guys hit Barcelona in Catalonia in Spain. We shouldn't say Spain, we should say Catalonia. They slap you if you say Spain. That's a big city with a beach, 1.6 million. Nice weather. But in my opinion, I, I just didn't find my kind of girls. Or I didn't find the hotness that you find in Stockholm or Prague or Warsaw. Maybe I'm spoiled by the Slavs. They were a bit hippie-ish, a bit grungy, the girls in Barcelona. I've heard good things about Madrid. I've not day game there, really. Um, where else did I go last year? To Lisbon in Portugal. Shout out to all those lovely day gamers in Portugal. Lisbon was just a bit small. Or actually, not just a bit small. Very bloody small. So I saw Hot Girls. I've done a boot camp there. <coughs> Excuse me. It's my winter cough. But um, it would be hard to... Um, hone your day game skills just in Lisbon because you're going to be meeting the same girls it's social circle stuff blah 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 Nighttime in Lisbon I've heard is amazing but correct me if I'm wrong anyway where are we we've done Munich, we've done Vienna, we've done Barcelona now you can start to get a bit more adventurous if you're into Slavs like me or um, something similar to Scandinavians but uh, a bit better on the budget, it's obviously going to be the Baltics, which is Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania, former Soviet Union countries. So you get that kind of Russian look, but with the Scandinavian hair and the Scandinavian vibe, you could say. But the problem with the main cities, which is Tallinn, Riga and Vilnius, is that they're bloody small. And I've spent a lot of time in each of these cities. The most of my time has been in Riga in Latvia, 
that's got about 700,000 people. And I've done lots of residentials there in the summer because it's just a lovely place. All these places are beautiful in the summer with their kind of white nights and their lovely architecture and their cobbled old towns. But yeah, you keep meeting the same girls. You keep meeting other day gamers. Um, you'll add a girl on Facebook or whatever or go on a date with a girl and she'll know other girls that you've day gamed and it all becomes a bit complicated. And if you go there month after month or year after year, you'll you'll be a familiar face. But don't let me put you off because there were some very hot girls in all these places. Tallinn is tiny in Estonia, despite it being one of the cutest, most beautiful medieval towns in the world. That's 400,000 people. Vilnius um, is getting more and more hipster each time I go. It's getting more and more Western. So the girls were like proper tattooed up and shaved half of their hair. But if you like that kind of grungy stuff, Vilnius in Lithuania has got 600,000 people. But remember, there's 20,000 Lithuanians in London. So you can meet Lithuanian girls easily in London. They're based, here's a little tip for you, they're based around Stratford in East London. There's a big Lithuanian community. So if you go to Westfield Mall in Stratford, you're going to find Lithuanian girls. That's Tom's New Year tip if you're a Londoner. Now, if you want to get even more adventurous, off the beaten track, a bit more rough and ready, really save some money, but be prepared for like proper former Soviet Union vibes and hassles and sometimes visas and the complications, let's say, of the former Soviet Union, then you want to head to the Balkans and you want to go to... Serbia, which is going to be Belgrade, you want to go to Croatia, which is going to be Zagreb, and you can try Bulgaria, which I did last year as well, which is going to be Sofia. Now, Belgrade and Sofia are over a million, but Zagreb is under. So I would start with Belgrade and Sofia, but just just be wary. The disclaimer here for the Balkans is that the day game is pretty tough. Okay, it's not friendly like Prague, Stockholm or even Munich you're going to get the Russian minute, you're going to get the stony faced reactions, you're going to get gruff local men you're going to get um, it's going to test your day game and even when you're dating these girls you get a lot of princesses you got get a lot of iciness which is just in their culture because underneath all that as I talk about in my video which deals with Russian girls, are fantastic and they make really good girlfriends, but the day game's not easy and it's off-putting, to say the least. So I would only go to these places if you've, if you've already travelled and if, if you're convinced that, you know, you don't mind facing a bit of this. I spent a long time in 2014 in Russia, which has a real hard edge to it, Russia being this amazing enigma, which I still haven't worked out, because even though... In my opinion, they're the hottest girls in the world. The price you pay <laughs> just for your sanity, for your soul, for that loss of um, Euro warmth is pretty big. And it takes its toll on you, uh, Russia and the former Soviet Union. But still one of my favourites, and it's up there as my top day game destination. Personally, it's still Moscow with its 11.5 million people and super hot girls and I, I've grown to love the culture St Petersburg 
I spent a lot of time there in the summer in 2014. That's a beautiful city. But bear in mind, both Moscow and St. Petersburg, the day game is not easy. There's visa nightmares. There's all sorts of like accommodation nightmares. Oh, it's bloody pricey as well. I've, I've moaned about that many times, but um, it's a commitment to go to those places because you can't go to Moscow for two days. You know, you, now I'm thinking two weeks minimum, more like a month, or you're going to be revisiting it a lot, and that has visa hassles. So that's personal taste, uh, just because I like the, the Russian look. But you might like the South American look, you know? And I haven't really explored South America that much for game. But this year, I know for sure I'm going to Brazil. And I'm hoping to combine, combine that with Argentina and Colombia. But there's loads of good reports coming out of South America about, obviously, Colombia. Medellin, I think that's how you say it. Bogota, which is much safer than it used to be. Buenos Aires in Argentina. I've heard amazing things about that for day game. You've obviously got Rio and Sao Paulo in Brazil. And if you're adventurous, you'll be going to Chile as well. So let me know if you've done a lot of South American day game, because that's something I'm going to focus on as well. But I think I'll leave it there. I'm just having a look at my list for day game Shangri-La. Oh, yeah, there's one more, which doesn't involve visas, and that gives you a taste of um, the Russian vibe, if that's what you're into. So if... Riga's a bit small for you, or Tallinn's a bit small for you. Why don't you try Kiev? Especially if, if you're a European Union citizen, British passport holder, you don't need a visa for Kiev, capital of Ukraine. Now, when you say Ukraine to people at the moment, they go, oh, fucking hell, you know, Russians in the east, blah, 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 dangerous. But Kiev is actually, I've been back last year, and it's, it's fine. Obviously, you don't want to wave... Russian flags around or start debating politics. But Kiev on the whole is very safe. It's not the world's most beautiful city. There's something about it I don't like and I've never been able to put my finger on it. Uh, but no doubt about it. You know Ukrainian girls are hot. There's a slightly sex touristy vibe of weird internet dating going on. So try and avoid you know, the kind of sleazy bars where that goes on. But the day game on the main street in Kiev, which you'll recognise from the TV last year when they had all those protests in, in the big square, the main shopping street continues off from that. Kiev's big enough. It's got, I think, almost 3 million or 2.7 million people. It's, um, it's got a big university population. So you could really dip your toe in the water there and see if you like it because the former Soviet Union is a... Um, it's a, it's, a, it's a taste that some people like, some people don't like. I'm just fascinated by that. But this year, I'm going to be focusing more on the Balkans. Like I said, South America. I'll be going back to my old favourites. I'm going back to California to do some boot camps in February. The dates for those, for the LA ones, are on my website, I think. But I'll put them below. Um, where else did I go last year? Dubai. That was a funny one. That's like day gaming in a bubble because it's pretty much the shopping centres that you're hitting and you've got to be really careful there because of the the religious dynamic and the legal dynamic, you could say, of doing day game in Dubai. But undoubtedly tourists go to Dubai, lots of Russians go to Dubai. 
We saw lots of lonely nannies and au pairs and cabin crew who were stuck there with Emirates. So Dubai's a little gem if you go through that area of the world. And I'm sure there's other guys who are more qualified to talk about Dubai than me. But to wrap up this Shangri-La Day Game City Guide for 2015, I'll again stress the qualities of a city that I think you need to make it a bit of a day game mecca. And the first one I said, remember, is that it really should be over a million people to get that transience, to get that flow, to get that anonymity. Because anonymity is a key part of day game if you're doing it in lover mode. That is, if girls are having adventure sex with you away from the prying eyes of their social circle or their family who might be back home. So over a million people. It's got to feel safe in that the girls are not going to be scared shitless when you approach them. Um, that's why Paris is not on my list, actually. I've just remembered if someone says, well, what about French day game? Paris, I've heard lots of good things about Paris, but I haven't had great experiences there. And lots of the girls I've stopped or dated in Paris describe how they're quite scared when people stop them on the street because of the the vibe of what other guys... Um, do in Paris in terms of street stops and hustles and hassles so that's an issue that was also an issue in Marseille I went to Marseille with a guy called John last year and it felt really dodgy really seedy and the girls were pretty afraid when we were talking to them John stayed on in France and went to Nice and he said that was a lot nicer um, very gentrified and civilised with lots of hotties so Perhaps you could correct me. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the safety as- the safety aspect. The weather aspect you've got to take into account, unless you want to be doing minus 20 day game in Moscow or plus 40 day game in Dubai. Uh, it's got to be open-minded, so not too conservative. That's why Istanbul's not on my top 10 list, because of the political, religious dynamic, I guess, going on there um what else do you need lots of universities that helps if you've got lots of students for obvious reasons that gives the city a young um fluid vibe and lots of tourists not too many in the sense that it's like disneyland and it's ruined by stag parties but you want that through flow you want that turnover you want that opportunistic sex as well as those hotties that are going to be girlfriend material Anyway, you can tell I haven't done a podcast for ages because my uh, throat is croaky and I'm off to bed before the boot camp tomorrow. But I will be kicking off my videos very shortly and everything will start. Turning the wheels will be in motion for 2015 and day game. I wish you all the best um, with your day game and with everything else that you're, you're planning to do, you're hoping to do, and all the stuff that balances the day game. Anyway, ta-da, thanks for listening and speak to you soon.